This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Ukraine basically is a board game right now. The players are foreign, the rules are imported, but all the pieces are Ukrainian. It's a classic Cold War tussle. Russia and America will not fight directly. Instead, they're facing off through Ukraine. It's what you call a proxy war. The world also sees this as a board game. X number of troops, Y number of tanks, rocket launchers, all of it controlled by big powers, the United States and Russia, beneath this buildup is an even bigger battle. The battle of narrative. I'll give you one example. Here's what the American media is reporting today. Russia has almost completed buildup of forces. Moscow could launch an invasion at any moment. If you read this, what picture do you get? That Ukraine could be attacked at any moment. Now let's look at the Russian media. Here's what they are reporting. Russian embassy calls on US to abandon plans to provide more weapons to Ukraine. So America is arming Ukraine and Russia, the friendly neighbor, is worried. This is the battle of narrative I was talking about. If you ask Washington, Russia is the unreasonable bully. If you ask Moscow, America is the outsider encroaching on their gated community. The truth is somewhere in between. But as they say, the first casualty of war is truth. Which brings me to the most important question. Will there be war? And if yes, who wants a war? Well, here's the common sense argument. Nobody wants war, not Vladimir Putin, not Joe Biden. But what is the military buildup all about? It's about projecting power. It's about imposing an aggressive foreign policy. You see, war as a strategy is pointless. You're talking about hundreds of lives lost, millions of dollars spent. It's not a prog- pragmatic strategy. But war as a bargaining chip can be useful. And that's what Putin is doing right now. He's fiercely protecting his sphere of influence, not by going to war, but by threatening war. And Joe Biden has two options here. A, order NATO to pull back, basically return to the Cold War lines, abandon Eastern Europe. Or B, stand firm. Biden can either offer talks or threaten sanctions. Right now, he's doing a bit of both. But where is the middle ground? Why is the default foreign policy setting aggressive? because it's easier to sell. Putin is seeing the popular revolts around him, first in Ukraine, then in Belarus, and then Kazakhstan. How can he prevent that in Russia? He cannot brag about the economy. So the best bet is security. Putin's propaganda is straightforward. The West is the monster, and he is the Russian savior. What about Joe Biden? Well, he too wants an aggressive foreign policy. Tomorrow marks one year in office for Joe Biden as president. What are his foreign policy highlights so far? a debacle in Afghanistan, a stalemate with Iran, and a rejection from North Korea. Biden's popularity ratings are already heading for rock bottom. One more loss could seal his fate. So like I said at the start, the players are foreign, the rules are imported, but the pieces are Ukrainian. And like all board games, the pieces don't get a say. Right now, the US and Russia are holding talks in Geneva. Nobody expects a breakthrough, but talks are happening nonetheless. Just one problem. Ukraine is not at the talking table. America and Russia are discussing Ukraine's future, but Ukraine is not part of those talks. And this is precisely the problem with this conflict. It is not Ukraine's fight. It's America and Russia's fight. NATO is adamant that they will keep pushing eastward. Russia is adamant that Eastern Europe is theirs. Has anyone bothered to ask Ukraine? 
Well, their ambition is clear. Ukraine wants to join the Western alliance, but the question is why? Is this ideology or insurance? Until 2014, Ukraine was happy being non-aligned. That's when Russia invaded and captured Crimea. That invasion changed the equation. Now Ukraine wants to protect its territory and their best bet is joining the NATO. So there is no elaborate ideological excuse here. This is pure strategy and Ukraine has the right to select this strategy. Unfortunately, foreign complications have entered the fray. Two world leaders eager to impress their people, one alliance eager to become relevant again, and stuck in the middle is Ukraine. So to answer my first question, nobody genuinely wants a war. But that's not an excuse to keep the spectacle going.